we're continuing on in what I didn't even realize was going to be a series, but has turned into that, and God just started downloading this to me. And, and I'm calling it the Ingredients Series, or the Ingredients, just to make it short. And, and it's really based off of the scripture in John 10.10, 10, where Jesus says that the enemies come to rob, kill, and destroy from you, but I have given you life to the full. I come to give you life to the full. And I really see a paradox between the two, that there is this over here, the extreme side of of death and stealing from you and robbing from you. And that's just what the enemy and the world system is always just trying to do to us. And then Jesus says, hey, but there's a better way over here. And, And as we look at anything that we're trying to do to help our lives, we're going to see that there are things that we need to do. There are ingredients, if you will, to helping make this take it to the next level. And so on the image that we've got here, like if we're baking a cake, you can see all the different ingredients that are there, and, and you see the, the, the things that we're going to put in. And, and if you miss something in those ingredients when you're baking a cake or making some chocolate chip cookies, wouldn't that be great, Jenny, to have some chocolate chip cookies this morning? They're homemade. But if you miss something in those ingredients, you can have everything else right, and it's still not going to quite work out the way you want it to. And and I believe that our walk with Christ and our walk in trying to live life to the full, as Jesus talked about, that there's these two extremes that we don't just jump from one to the other one, but there's a process in walking out of the world system to ultimately finding this life to the full that Jesus says he has to give us. But how many of you know that God can have something to give us or we can have something to give someone, but unless they reach out and take it, they're never going to get it. It's the same way with God. He, he can tell us all these things that he's going to give us and they're there for us, but if we never grab them, if we never take them and apply them, then we're never going to receive the fullness of living life to the full. The last few weeks we've looked at the series um, the different things within the series, the prayer, and prayer is a great ingredient. It's, it's really, really necessary. As you know, we have 21 days of prayer twice a year. Um, when we still had a building, we were doing early morning prayer on Saturdays, and we still pray. It's just not in a corporate method other than the 21 days of prayer. But it's, it's one of the key ingredients, and we really put a high priority on it because we believe prayer changes things. And you'll hear messages very, very often about prayer changing things. And we don't just say prayers just to throw them up. It's just not idle words. Even when we're praying over our meal, it's not just rote that we do. But it, it means something. There's power in that. But it's not the only ingredient. And, it, and so many times, it, it's kind of what started me on this whole thing, is, is I was talking to some people, one person in particular says, I pray every day, but nothing's happening in my life. I'm like, well, there's more to God than just praying. Praying is wonderful. It's great. High priority, but it's not the only one. We went on to look at the Word, the Word of God in our speech, saying the Word of God and praying and using the prayer guides to to pray the Word of God over our lives and to claim promises that are in there. God, your Word says this over me and pray those over your life. And then we looked at last week that we have to have endurance and that there's a path that God's got us on and we got to just keep on keeping on even when we think it's not working out and I've been praying for this thing and I've been doing the right thing and, and I've been doing all the right things and why is still everybody else getting something and I'm not. We have to have perseverance. 
We also looked at it's a relationship with God and, and that a relationship is very much like the ingredients. And you could say it that other way as well. That, you know, if you just have one part of a relationship, but you don't have some of the other areas of spending time with them and, and getting to know what they like and being a blessing to them, and your, your, your life and your relationship isn't going to be as great as it could be when you do those other things. I want you to imagine something this morning, if you will. Imagine if I could offer you something then tell you this statement, that no matter what the devil tries to do to you, no matter what he throws at you, you can have the ability to extinguish the flaming darts for only nineteen ninety-five. But wait, if you order right now, we'll include two. Um, you, you see those kind of crazy things that we see on things, and I'm trying to be humorous, obviously. But what if we could give you a guarantee to say, if you do these things, that you're going to have this ability to extinguish the fiery darts. Is, is I watch some of the movies, and I like watching some of the medieval time movies when they're, you know, running out and the, the wars that they've got going on, they're carrying those big shields, you know, and, and they, they shoot bows and arrows. And we just saw Robin Hood recently and saw just the crazy drama of, you know, the arrows flying by and just all this crazy stuff. One of the things that I'm always just amazed at is when they shoot the fiery arrows, the flaming arrows. And I'm sure you've seen them like I have seen them. And we have an image up here that we'll, we'll put up here that you can see, you know, where they, they've got the arrow and they're pulling back on the bow and they dip it down. They've got some special sauce on there that's keeping a thing um, burning while it's flying through the air. But you've seen that, and you've seen this in movies undoubtedly as I have, and you see them just shooting these things off, and they're just going. But the crazy thing is I started thinking about it is that's not strategic. Because what you see them doing is just pulling it up and letting it go, but it's flying out there into who knows where it's going to fall. But there's no pinpoint accuracy. It's like, okay, I'm going to put a laser beam on this thing, and it's going to hit right there. They're just kind of firing them off and hoping that it's going to find a good end for them. But there's not actually any aiming involved with it. It's just simply shot into the air. And you may have seen, and I tried to find a video sequence that would show it, but I'm sure you've seen it. But on the uh, receiving end, you just see like rain, all of these arrows that all have fire flaming on them. They're all just descending down, and you'll see them put their shields up, and they'll just dip down like this and try and You can't tell where it's coming from, but just stuff is just coming out of the sky all the time. Can I tell you that I think that that's our lives sometimes, that the devil is just throwing up whatever... He can to try and take us out. And he's not even really a lot of times putting pinpoint accuracy. He's just like, man, we're just lobbing these things off at him. We're just going to see what could happen. But in our lives, we look at him like, man, there's stuff coming at me from every which way I can look. It's like, I might as well give up because there's no end to this. This morning, we're looking at the ingredient of faith. What does it take to have faith in God? And one of the times we need the faith the most is when we're going through trials. And when we've got things, all these fiery darts that are shooting down and coming down upon us and going, God, this is overwhelming. I can't take any more. I hear that very often. So we're going to look at what faith is. So if your Bibles this morning, I'm giving you a head notice. You may want to get some paper and a pen and be ready for some notes because I'm going to actually give you some, some homework today. But if you open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11... 
starting with verse 1. And, and I've kind of broken the scripture up just a little bit differently. Instead of having it all together, I want to look at it like it's laid out, but I want to lay it out differently. Now, faith is, so this is a definition that we're getting in Hebrews. And many people believe Paul wrote Hebrews, and I believe he wrote it. So I believe Paul is writing this here. He's saying, hey, you want to know what faith is? Faith is, and he goes on, confidence in what we have hoped for. An assurance about what we do not see. This is what faith is. It's confidence and it's assurance. But how can we have confidence in assurance, particularly when it says, for things we don't even see? So much of our, our struggles that we have are from things that we don't see. And, and, there, and I'm not going to fall down this bunny path, but I could very easy because the same thing with fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is actually faith in the world system that Jesus talked about is trying to rob, kill, and destroy you. You can have these, well, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? And I'm so afraid that that's going to happen. And we can have all these things, and they're just like darts that are just flying out of the skies with flaming arrows coming at us. But how many of you know those thousands of arrows that are flaming, they're not going to find their place here. At the most, one or two will. While they look like they're all a barrage coming down, they're not with pinpoint accuracy all coming for you. They're just going to hit everywhere around you. The devil's just trying to take out everyone. But we have faith. When we put faith in the life to the full, when we put faith in Jesus, we now see we have a confidence in what we hope for. Faith in the world system is confidence in what we're scared is going to happen. The assurance that it's going to be terrible when we don't even see it. And really, there's a huge mirrored parallel that's just right here, but I'm not going to get bogged down in that. Continuing on in verse 2. This is what the ancients, all those people who've gone before us, were commended for. Verse 3. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So it is not, so that which is seen is not made of what is visible. By faith, we understand that those trees that are right outside this window were created by God. Everything around us, the blue sky, the clouds, the birds, everything in the world we see. I didn't see God create it, did you? Can you see the oxygen that's in the air in front of us? No. I still need it to live. It's by faith that we have this confidence and assurance that it is going on. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So God spoke it, and it happened. Last week, when we were looking at endurance and keeping on, keeping on, and just staying on, one of the examples we looked at was Enoch. And you can go back and listen to the podcast from last week if you missed it and hear the message. And we talked about how Enoch is one of two people who never died, that God just took him up. And here in the scripture, we continue on in verse 5. He's talking about Enoch as well. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. For one day he could not be found because God had taken him. But before he was taken away, he was commended as one who pleased God. The next verse is continuing on about Enoch. And without faith, 
It is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him, God, must believe that he exists, number one. If you don't believe that God exists, you'll never have faith that he's the one who created everything that is around us. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. See, if you don't reach a point, the very, very beginning, the elementary stages of saying, I'm going to step out in faith and say, God, even though I can't see you, I'm going to believe that you exist. I was talking with someone last night and says, you know, I, I don't really know about this God stuff. In fact, my dad told me that the weakest thing you can be is, is, is have religion. So stay away from that at all, at all costs. And I'm like, man, I can't imagine, you know, it's such a great guy. And his dad was a great guy. And, but just a dad, a father to tell his son, man, if you go after the religion, it's going to make you weak. And don't do that. And stay far away from that. But he told me, but I believe that there's something out there. I believe that there's someone out there, and I don't believe that what's going on here is just by accident. And, and I knew my message already last night, and, I, and it's like I'm smiling inside. I'm like, the first step is just to acknowledge that he exists. And, and, and he had had children, and I said, were you there to witness your childbirth with your kids? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't just happen. There is a God. The first thing we must believe is that he exists. And the next thing is that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So when you pray to him, he exists, number one. Number two, when you reach out to him in prayer, that he's going to reward you. He's going to meet you. Can I suggest to you that if you're not pleasing God, you won't live life to the full. And it just said that by, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So without faith, it's impossible for us to live life to the full. That's why it's one of the ingredients, I believe. But he continues on, and we're just going to hit these really quick. In Hebrews 11, in verse 7, it says, by faith, Noah. Verse 8, by, by faith, Abraham. Verse 11, by faith, Sarah. And by verse 20, by faith, Isaac. And by in verse 21, by faith, Jacob. In verse 22, by faith, Joseph. In verse 23, by, uh, by faith, Moses' parents. Verse 24, by faith, Moses. And then by verse 27, the, by faith, they left Egypt. And by faith, verse 28, they, they, they've kept the Passover. And, and the Passover is still going on today. It's something that was instituted thousands and thousands of years ago. By faith, it still keeps going. Verse 29, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea on dry land. Verse 30, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell. By faith, verse 31, the prostitute Rahab was saved. Crazy story there. Verse 32 continues to sum up all of our biblical heroes, those people, if you go to Sunday school and you hear the different classes and you're drawing the pictures and they're all in there. It says they all lived by faith. What was their faith? Faith in God. We have to have faith. It is that element of moving from just whatever's going to happen in the world to living life to the full. We have to have faith in God. And truthfully, you have faith either way. It's who your faith is going to be in. Are you going to have faith in the world system that I'm scared to death that this is going to happen to me so I'm never going to leave my house and it's so real that even though there's not the, 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 the reality that something bad's going to happen, the reality's in your brain that it never makes you leave. 
where you can say, I have faith in God, that God says he has a life to the full. Ephesians chapter 6, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord. So we're finding our place in the Lord. So we're not moving and saying, hey, try and live all right in the world, but actually move over here and live in the Lord, in his mighty power. Don't try and do life on your own. Be strong in this, in the Lord, and in his power. Plug into him. Stop doing things the way you've always done them. Stop trying to live life on your own and live in him. Verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand. I love this. So that. Is it for purpose? It's intentionality. It's not just, hey, we're going to weigh you down with all this stuff, stuff that's just meaningless. You got to come to church and do all these things and check off these boxes. It doesn't mean anything. It's not going to change anything in your life. It's just something good for you to do, and you'll feel good about yourself. No, it's so that you can take your stand. So when all these fiery darts are coming at you, you can say, okay, I'm ready, and I'm going to take my stand, and I've got that armor on. Verse 12, and we've looked at this a lot, and we'll continue to look at this a lot because I love this. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's so often we look at everything that comes against us and say, you know, it's that person. If she hadn't said that, if he hadn't done this, if da 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 it's not those people. Our struggle is not the flesh and blood. It's not a person. But it is against the rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There's a deep, dark web of dark stuff, a dark world over here, and I've got to hurry up. Therefore, verse 13, because of all this, put on the full armor of God so that when the evil day comes and everyone's going to have trouble come their way, when it comes... You may be able to stand your ground. I love the way it puts that. I mean, this is Texas, and we have a stand your ground rule that somebody's trying to take your stuff. You have the right to protect your stuff, even up to the point of, of lethal force. But then he's saying, stand your ground. You've got to be able to because it's up to you to stand your ground. And then after you've done everything, after you put on the full armor of God, after you, you've fl- plugged in all the the ingredients, you're praying, you're, you're doing all the things. After you've done it all to stand, once you've got it all worked up, and you're like, okay, I'm going to stand. I may be scared, but I'm going to stand then. The next verse says, verse 14, it says, stand. Stand firm. And then it goes on to tell us what we're standing firm in, with the belt of truth. And that's where we looked at the word of God. It's the truth. It's buckled around your waist with this imaginary soldier. And, and when he's talking about this, they lived in times where they're actually walking around in this kind of uh, attire in their warfare uniforms, you know, so you could actually see this. It made perfect sense for them. So you got the belt of truth that's locked around your waist and, and the breastplate of righteousness, that understanding that what's protecting all of this isn't me and how good I am, but is the righteousness that I have in God. Verse 15, and with your feet, fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So your feet are protected. And wherever you're going to go, wherever the tread of my feet are going to land, that I'm bringing the gospel of peace. Verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Take up the shield of faith. So it's another implement in this. 
a shield of faith. What is this? The thing that's holding up here. So when all these darts that are coming against you and all these fiery things that are trying to take you down, that you can hold it up and say, okay, my faith is in God, not in for you. My faith is in this shield of faith that's coming from my relationship with God for living life to the full. And look at the rest of that. With which you can extinguish all the flaming darts flaming arrows of the evil one. I started off with, what if I told you that there's this way that you could have this ability to extinguish the fiery darts? And we all have the fiery darts and the flaming arrows that are coming down to us. Here it is. You've got to take up the shield of faith. You've got to have the faith of God. You've got to put your faith solidly in God to say, I'm not going to live in the world's methods in the world's economy, but I'm going to live over here in faith in God. Then I can extinguish all the flaming arrows because when I have faith in God, when these things, this barrage comes up and says, oh no, what I've got in God is going to protect me from all those things. But can I suggest something to you? You can have the greatest shield from God and if you leave it laying on the ground and you just try and walk through life by yourself, it's not going to help you. It's not going to do anything in your life. You've got to take it up. Continue on, verse 17. Take the helmet of salvation. Put it over your head and and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And pray, verse 18, in the Spirit on all occasions and with all kinds of prayers and requests. When we say, hey, fill out a connection card because we want you to fill in the bottom of your prayer request. That's not just something nice that we're doing. This is part of our faith walk. This is part of our doing battle against the enemy. goes on, be alert and always keep on praying. Don't stop praying. This is the will of God. Romans 5 verse 1 says, Since we've been made right with God, since Jesus has come and paid for our sins, in God's sight, By faith, that shield of faith, I'm having faith in God, the faith that I have in the life to the full. In God's sight, by faith, we have peace with God because of what Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ did for us. Verse 2, because of our faith, having faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. We just saw, it says, having done all this preparation to stand, stand. It's because Christ has brought us in this place of undeserved privilege. I don't deserve the mercies of God. I don't deserve the goodness that is from God. It's by faith. Now I can stand. Can I tell you that faith is a process? And we're going to look at this additionally next week, and we're going to to have more going on. Remembering, having done all to stand, stand. Stand firm. The rest of that verse says, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Verse 3, we can rejoice too when we And I underline that when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us 
develop endurance. Do you notice that all these things are intertwined here? Faith, prayer, praying all the time, having endurance, the Word of God. It's the same thing as if we're mixing that batter, putting in the eggs, putting in some flour, measuring the stuff out and putting it in, and it's all getting mixed and blended together. I don't normally do this, but I want to give you some scriptures. I want you to jot them down and go home. And sometime this week, I want you to sit down and go look at these and just to read those and just receive the fullness of these scriptures. And we're going to put them up on the screen so it's easy for you to, to look at. Deuteronomy 31.6. Isaiah 26.3. Isaiah 41.10. John 14.26-27. Proverbs 3.5-6. Psalm 34.17-18. 2 Corinthians 12.9-10. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 10. And I'm going to put these up on our Facebook later. So if you missed them all and you, didn't, you weren't able to write them all down, that you can go and get them there. And we'll put it out on our Instagram. We'll put it out on everything so you can go and see it. But I want you to read through those and just let the, the Word of God through faith sink inside of you. Romans 10 says in the NASB, faith comes from hearing. I, what good is it for me to talk to you about faith and say, this is what you got to do? If you, man, if you want to please God, you got to have faith. You go, well, how do I get it? Faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. In the NIV, it says this faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the Word of Christ. Will you bow your heads with me this morning? The message that builds our faith is the Word of God. It is the story of Jesus coming from heaven. But even as we saw, it starts with acknowledging that God exists. You don't have to understand everything. First step is to acknowledge that he exists. If you never acknowledge that he exists, you'll never move beyond that. The next step of it was to realize that he's a rewarder and he hears your prayers. So my question for you today is, are you living by faith? faith in the Son of God, Jesus? Or are you living in faith in the world and the world's economy and all the bad things that are going to come? All those fiery darts are just going to take you out. Are you hearing the message today and realize that you've never truly put your faith, your trust in God? So you could have asked God into your life. You could have accepted Jesus and never taken that, ex- that next step of having faith in God. Life to the full includes faith. Today I want to invite you on two levels. First, just like it was said in the Word of God, 
You've got to acknowledge that God exists. So first, I want to invite you to accept Jesus this morning and allow him to pay for your sins so you don't have to. Second, I'm going to ask you to have, make a decision to have faith in God. We're going to recognize and acknowledge that he exists. We're going to accept him into our heart, but then I'm going to take that next step to say, God, I'm going to have faith in you. And I'm going to shift my faith from the world to you. And I'm going to get my fuel by your word and the message. And I'm going to plug into you. If you want to take this journey with us, you can begin this morning by not living by what you see, but by the message, the word of God, the Bible. If that's you, please say this simple prayer. I'm just going to help you with the words. I invite you this morning to pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I've tried to do it on my own. My life's a mess, and I need you. I ask you to come live inside of me. Save me. Change me. Show me what and how to do it. Make me more like you. I'm changing my mind this morning. And not living by what I see, but by what your word says. I choose you. Here it is. I put my faith in you. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer with me. Lord, for those of us who maybe have accepted you days or years ago, we realize that maybe we've never really truly taken that step into having faith. We, we know all about faith maybe. Maybe we've heard messages on faith, but maybe I've never actually taken that step to say, okay, this is an action step for me, recognizing that it's a process. But there's an action required of me. We're going to put on the shield of faith and trust that you're going to be there with us as we stand. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, as we close this morning, I want you to pull out the connection cards. We've talked about it multiple times this morning. By, by now, you've filled out your information at the top and obviously if you're online you've already filled that out too and there's a place in the middle you can say what decision you made and the place for your prayer request down here and as Michael mentioned in our announcements for those of you who are outside the building and you want to know how you can be a part of the, the giving to this church and the financial runway of getting this ministry off the ground and keeping it going you can go to givetobelong.com it should be at the bottom of your screen you can see that give to belong.com so funny because right as I'm doing this I got a reminder it pops up that says um, to read your one year Bible so it's I encourage you to have those reminders to help you remember and what we're going to do as you walk out this morning you can drop off your connection card in the bucket by the door along with any envelopes for giving that you have So with all of that said, would you stand to your feet? We're going to pray over all this and be dismissed. 
Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for your people. Lord, I thank you for the challenge of of living life to the full and all the ingredients we need to get it all, to jump into this life and to live a life bigger than what we could ever imagine in you. God, we give all this to you. Lord, I thank you for all the the people who have given this week, Lord, paid their tithes and their offerings to you and your church, God. Lord, for the prayer requests that have come in and will continue to come in and all the connection cards, God, we speak a blessing over your people. We thank you so much for everything you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.